Have you ever been in one of those situations before where you're looking at something new or hear of something new? And it's so out of the box that you immediately slap it down and say, ah, that'll never work. Only to come to find out later, it was ingenious. It's because you've spent a lot of your life being a predictor and not an observer. What a time to be alive right now. There's so much disruption going on right now. When you just say the word technology, that's disruption, but it's exponential because with cryptocurrency and NFTs and VR and AI and companies changing their name to match the metaverse, what is all that? It'll make your head explode. But I'm a true believer that right now is the greatest source of opportunity. And that's why it's important for me to bring this episode to you. So that way, instead of just taking your years of experience and judgment and predicting the future, even if you don't understand it, sit back and observe. You're listening to the top 5% podcast in the world. This is The Sales Life. I'm your host, Marsh Bice. And The Sales Life is not just a sales podcast, although we do talk about sales from time to time, but it is a selling podcast. See, whether by profession or in your personal life, everything that you've achieved in life is because you sold your way there. And everything that you haven't accomplished in life is because you settled and you stopped selling. Selling requires five skills. That's the skills of communication, curiosity, creativity, continuous learning, and also productive confrontation. So that way, no matter what comes up in your life, if you want to have more, do more, be more, then you got to sell and never settle again. If this is your first time here, thank you. Subscribe to not only the podcast, but also to the YouTube channel. And if you've been here a time or 10, Welcome back. Be sure and share today's episode with someone else, and you can recommend it to masses of people. If you would, just take a few seconds to leave a rating and a few more seconds if you would leave a review, because there are millions of podcasts to choose from out there. And your words and the value that the sales life brings to you may be the thing that causes them to check it out and could change everything in their life. And it was all because you initiated the change. Stick around to the end of the episode to learn how to connect to me one-on-one and where I hang out on all the socials. So with that, let's get on with today's episode. When it comes to disruption, I want you to be more of an observer and less of a predictor. See, if you're a predictor, then when something new comes about, some sort of disruption, big or small. As a predictor, you're quick to just judge it and say, oh, that's stupid. That'll never work. But if you think about anything that has come into our lives and created disruption, social media, Tesla, getting in between legacy car companies, rockets going into outer space, just not a part of NASA, just 
everyday people going into outer space. What? It's disruption. iPhone. $1,000 for an iPhone. Man, nobody's going to pay that. See, it's, it's easy when something is new to predict that it's stupid and then it'll never work because it's got very little social value. The masses aren't praising it. Think about Uber. But then people kick themselves when they didn't invest in Uber or Airbnb. They predicted. They said it'll never work. But if you're an observer, then you're going to see the disruption. But as an observer, instead of being so quick to judge, you actually lean back on your emotional heels. And you simply say, man, that's interesting. Even if you don't fully believe it, even if it's weird, if it's foreign, if it's way out there, and on the tip of your tongue, you want to say, that ain't never going to work. Just observe. Hmm. That's interesting. Never saw anything like that before. See, when you're the observer, you're slow to judge and quick to observe. And not only are you observing the thing, the disruption, but look at everything surrounding that and all the possible implications, which are also opportunities as well. So let me give you two instances. One, I was a predictor, and the other, I was an observer. Back in 2012, and I heard about cryptocurrency, I was a predictor. A new currency coming into the U.S. that is adopted by mainstream? That'll never work. People are going to lose their ass on that. Something replacing the dollar or going alongside of the dollar that is worth more than gold, that is outrunning inflation? No way. See, I was a predictor. Flash forward to 2021, it don't seem so stupid anymore, does it? But then in 2017, newly demoted, <laughs> I had the opportunity to be an observer. And because I had nothing to lose, because I was on the bottom rung, I sat back and just observed the way we were doing business. I was demoted back to the bottom rung where I started as a finance manager. But it caused me to ask questions. See, one day I was on the phone with a loan officer from a credit union. And she said, don't worry about it. I'm going to email all the documents to the customer. He never has to come in and see me. He can sign. And I even asked the lady, I said, how is it that you can originate an auto loan with the customer? He never has to come in and he just signs right there on his phone. How come you guys can do it and we can't? And she said, baby, I don't know. So I brought that same question and posed it in front of other managers. Everybody was like, I don't know. I was like, is it that we're not a bank? I mean, what is it? They're a credit union. They have different laws. What is it? So we started asking questions. We went to the Motor Vehicle Commission. And the Motor Vehicle Commission said, I don't know. So then we called the banks 
and said, hey, do you accept laser signatures? They said, yeah, we accept it. So we went back to the Motor Vehicle Commission and we said, hey, the banks that we do business with accept laser signatures. Will you? And the Vehicle Commission said, well, yes, but there are some documents that require original signatures. Okay, what are they? Well, just the titling documents, like three. That was it. This was January 2020. We started doing it, not knowing COVID was going to hit three months later. And when it did and the world shut down, we were still open because other dealers were scrambling, trying to figure out how to do business remotely. Although it was clunky, we were already doing it. We had three months ahead, and that is what became an amplifier. And now today, 50, sometimes even 60% of our business is done virtually. People that we've never met face-to-face, never had to come into the dealership, and they're buying a car. And I think that's what it is when it comes to disruption. People are quick to just distance themselves from it. And what they do is they use their social and professional clout to just discredit it. Because disruption makes you look vulnerable. It exposes your flaws. It fucks with your head. And it starts thin slicing away your confidence. Where you ask yourself, man, have I lost my touch? Am I out of this game now? See, when we embraced the virtual side of it and I took it on, I bottomed out. My numbers bottomed out. The new managers were doing better than I was. But I believed in the disruption. So I stayed with it. And leveraging my experience, but embracing the change, my numbers rose back up and I'm stronger now because instead of running from the change, I embraced it. I like the observation key because when it comes to observing, I'm not committing either way. I'm not backing out, but I'm not immediately jumping forward either. I'm observing to possibly embrace. I mean, think back to fifth grade and your student teacher was in the front of the room teaching while an observer was in the back of the room taking notes and jotting down questions and critiques. So later, the observer and the student teacher would sit down and she would express her observations but not until she observed. See, the observer didn't run to the front of the class when the student teacher got it wrong or she was teaching in a manner that was totally different than how the observer put in 30 years of experience. He sat back. Same thing for you and me. When I feel that slight panic, that fear, that confusion, that emptiness of 
not knowing anything about what I'm hearing or what I'm looking at. Instead of letting my predictor kick in and smashing the disruption, instead sit back and observe and say, man, that's interesting. Let me know how your progress is going. You can find me at marshbice.com. That's M-A-R-S-H-B-U-I-C-E. Spelled like juice with a B in front. And there you will find all the socials where I hang out. Links to the YouTube channel. Love for you to subscribe to that also. And then you can walk the aisles. Hundreds of previous episodes. In the bottom right is a mic. And that is the link from you to me. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what's going on in your life. And also how I can help. No hair, but I'm all ears. With that, remember the greatest sale that you will ever make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. Stay amazing. Stay in the sales life.